listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah, Dad lost his job. Mama worker Mrs. Winters gun pulled in her face. She still made dinner. Donna washed the meter so they don't turn the lights off. Working two jobs so I can go to that white school, and I hate it there. They always made fun of my clothes and want to touch my hair. And my uncle at that stuff on that stuff that got grandma shook. Drug dealers roughed him up and stole his address book. He's supposed to pay him back. He owe him money, but his bank account is zero. So my mama made her sleep on Phillips' head under the pillow, like that would do something she just got six kids she gotta do something she don't want to be in a lifestyle like my cousin and he mad because his father ain't around he look at me now like why you so fucking lucky i had a father too but he ain't around so i'm gonna take it out on you we used to say i love you now we only think that shit it's weird it feels weird when you're the person i took sink baths with street took you over i want my cousin back the world saying that what you are because you're young and black don't believe him you still that kid that kept the older kids from beating for some reason hey welcome to the uh black guy with this podcast your host rod and karen I, you want to know the show i've been podcasting a lot today okay i've done the pregame balls these sports i'm a hard-working person and sometimes they all run together guys i know, I know you had to think for you till you say welcome to the small movie reviews. right i didn't want to fuck it up podcasting podcast podcasting guys all right uh but yeah you can find the show on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews because we work so hard that's why you should leave us five star reviews yes um and you enjoy the show and some of you guys aren't putting in on the five star reviews to be quite honest with you i feel like for the amount of listens we get just per episode not even over the lifetime of the show per episode we should have way more reviews that are five stars on itunes stitcher we sure should mm-hmm. if you don't feel guilty about this right now then you're a piece of shit and you don't really like our show mm-hmm. uh but anyway for yeah. the real fans that the, do leave five star reviews right, thank the, you right the ones that left a five dollar star review you good you, you know mm-hmm. you don't put five on it you mean you can you can be on our side and just judge and look at your family and friends and loved ones that we don't left reviews we don't ever guilt people for not being premium i understand nope that's a grip it's a bill I come on it's a bill but i don't understand the people that can't even leave five star free ass review that's just unacceptable and downright insulting if you ask me but you didn't ask me uh <laughs> did i say the official weapon and stuff the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball bullet star bullet ball extreme god i'm tired <laughs> this gonna be a short show i'm gonna make this work okay god damn it this podcast is gonna happen it's gonna be fun one way or other all right um all kinds of stuff to get into today um don't even really 100 percent know where to start because it's so much um show note tomorrow i'm doing two podcasts again uh we'll be doing this too much tomorrow with bossy at mm-hmm. 10 a.m in the morning if everything goes as planned and then of course we do our walking dead review tomorrow night sometime so just busy 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 all right so get your feedback in for that show this too much tomorrow uh you have to move it up a little earlier because uh, we're going out of town to go to california uh where you guys should be you know some of you guys should be coming out to see us i can't wait to see y'all. on friday all the way in the on the west coast time gonna be a good time it is uh all right uh and that's at uc irvine we'll be going on at 3 30 it's a podcast symposium mm-hmm. um all the information is on our um on our social medias all right now let's get into uh the shizzy shizzy show
I want to ask you There's something That I want to know Answer this question You have the answer So tell me What I want to know Do you want a phone? Do you want a phone? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you want a phone, let me show you how. Do you want a phone with me? Do you want a phone with me? All right. LGBTQ news on the blackout tips. Of course, we'll recover uh different various articles to catch our eye throughout the, the 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 world of our lgbtq folk a lot of them are kind of bad like we do not treat our brothers and sisters and others very good um throughout the world um sometimes it's okay sometimes it's not uh but today is not a good day from everything i remember reading so let's go ahead and start with the first one tennessee pastor sues the city they uh after they kicked them out of lgbtq pride i mean lgbt pride parade for waving homophobic banners now yes i'm glad the city kicked them out obviously that motherfucker had the audacity to sue because in their mind that's discrimination (laughs) the shit that people associate with freedom of speech freedom of religion it's all bigotry shit it's never like we don't associate the hijab with freedom of religion Mm-mm. like no one says it should be okay for a muslim person to take a break and pray towards the holy city of mecca a few times a day because that's their religion and we go freedom of religion no people go people in america go this is a christian nation fuck that shit you don't have no freedom of religion even though the the constitution doesn't define this as a christian nation or uh and and Mm -hmm. and of course the people who came to america uh in the rose colored version of it went to escape uh religious prosecution yes they did and yet somehow y'all some motherfucking how religious freedom is only i can't say a homophobic slur i don't understand what the problem is here god damn it i thought it was my god-given right uh cooksville tennessee pastor named timothy j brown sued the city of cooksville over violating his religious freedom at a pride festival last june after attending pride parade on 2017 he reported that he suffered from injuries and damages since being denied his first amendment right nearly a year later boy them biggest don't never die they never take a break do they and they're very persistent and the thing is a lot of people on the other side they're not persistent and that's the problem right like we can't even convince people to vote come on but you got motherfuckers like this like if i'm gonna sue the city honey it's folks that be like if my last breath is to vote them niggas and spicks and chinks and everybody else out of office that's what i'm gonna do and you go you got other people going well they're not the same and um i, I uh, it's just inconvenience so um he filed the lawsuit um saying it's against you know they messed up his religion according to the police report brown and a group of men attended the pride festival waving anti-gay banners and yelling anti-gay slurs at attendees right you disrupting but freedom of speech freedom of hate speech you no know, no business out there 
brown and his group were asked to leave the park and were not allowed within 50 feet of the event however brown claims he was just exercising his constitutional rights a free exercise of religion by peaceful sharing his peacefully sharing his christian message in public park and peacefully Bye. sharing gay slurs and right and and homophobic slurs with people how do you peacefully how do you do that you don't i just that's like that's like going to a black lives matter event and being like we were we dressed in clan hoods and peacefully called them niggers i don't know why the cops had a problem with this and why everybody was upset why would you remove me uh the lawsuit states the plaintiff sought and continues to seek to discuss issues from a religious perspective to dis- distribute religious or as religious as literature i guess religion is literature i don't know to display signs and to engage in religious speech through the sharing his sharing his faith plaintiff has deprived was deprived of his right under the first amendment to the united states constitution to engage in the free exercise of religion activities prohibited by the code as interpreted and enforced by defendants yeah but that only goes one way though right of course on saturday during the 2018 pride festival brown took to the streets again holding his anti-gay signs brown who refers to himself as an equal opportunity preacher said police did not interact with him this year so he did it again and this time the police let him do whatever have no ill will towards anyone they the police felt like they were obeying the law at last year's pride festival and we felt like they we were obeying the law he said we're going to stay as long as god wants us to we have our eyes on a few other places in town this sounds so threatening if you are if you're in the pride parade and you're just attending this this shit sounds it this would make me fearful right and 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 i know and i know this might like i said this might it's not really weird i i don't know when the pride parade here is here in charlotte but one mm-hmm. year i would like to attend mm-hmm. so i'm like i want to attend and i and i want to go and have a good time and it's one of the things where it's like well you don't want some asshole out there ruining your good time right right yes yeah, it's, it's crazy because you know to me i know i you can never prove that that was a threat but it feels threatening yeah so basically you know I mean? anywhere else that y'all having events that we hear about we're going to show up that's basically what you're a saying a group of men that yell homophobic slurs that you talking about we're gonna we got our eye on several other places and we're not breaking any laws like i don't know something about it doesn't seem right um sounds very hateful not just yeah not just on the like I, and i mean beyond just the it's uncomfortable this is weird this is fucked up but beyond like to the you could represent a threat to somebody and i and it would be like well they said they were in their rights you know yeah and and people like that like to be martyrs like they like to go and provoke people and provoke people until they get a response and when they get a response that's when uh they feel like they're justified man who was sent to a notorious anti-gay conversion camp has been turned into a hollywood film a gay man who was sent to a conversion camp by his own family after they threatened to disown him wrote a memoir about his life that has now been turned into a hollywood film i think i saw the trailer for this i think i did maybe gerard Conley from arkansas was forced to go to restoration path one of america's most notorious conversion camps that specialize in praying the gay away reaffirming gender identity and roles and saving souls it pushed him to the brink of suicide it took several years to finally come to terms with his real identity before get, meeting his husband and writing his memoir boy erased yeah i did see the trailer to this okay but he appeared on itv this morning uh itv's this morning on tuesday where he said that the camp was like talk therapy where he was treated as a sex addict along with pedophiles and people guilty of bestiality 
because people that think being uh homosexual is wrong they think it's a perversion they don't think it that it's like people who abuse animals and children they're not the same right but that's how they that's how the people who are homophobic treated like it's not all two consenting adults engaging in sexual intercourse or that just happen to be the same sex it's oh well that's the same as fucking a uh, dog i mean come on we're gonna have to take you to counseling and to think that your own parents could think something so fucked up about you because that's what they're telling you is i think you're in the same group as these people and i'm gonna send you to a camp where you know they talk to people who abuse children and pets and fucking be like yeah that uh i mean i still love you you know <laughs> i'll see you at thanksgiving <laughs> like how how's that how am i supposed to just look at you and, and like feel like the people I, that uh, are entrusted with guiding me through life and feel like y'all really love and respect and see me i don't know how you're supposed to do that how do you get that back um the author explained to presenters holly willoughby and philip Sheffield that his father a baptist preacher and mother had given him an ultimatum either go to the camp to cure his homosexuality or risk being cut off from his family with no money for his college education when a friend who said he had also uh when a friend who he said had also raped him as a child outed him at age 19 to his parents he was enrolled in love and action ex-gay program so this dude sexually assaulted you and then quote unquote outed you as gay what the fuck what happened to him was did he go to jail no nothing apparently nothing my dad told me into told, took me into his bedroom and told me there was only two options go to conversion therapy or you won't see your family and we won't pay for your education garage was sent to rest- restoration path which was known as love in action until march 2012 an ex-gay christianity ministry founded in 1973 by frank worthen john evans and kent philpot the activist and speaker spoke of his time during his six-month stay which he said took him more than a decade to write about after he finished the course yeah it's crazy because sometimes like one these schools get outlawed i think i don't know if they're outlawed now i know obama and them to cut off all federal funding for these type of institutions you you should not have federal funding why are we giving you money for this you know obama who never did anything to anybody for anybody um if you listen to all the wokes um but they cut off federal funding for these things but i wonder what's the deal with that now oh that money came because this administration i would not expect to i think they would be absolutely fine funding these type of uh organizations with, with pence yes so i wouldn't be surprised they came back if they haven't already come back like maybe they went out of business or not maybe they're privately funded i don't know but i would not be surprised if they've now made a comeback um so yes uh i don't know when the movie comes out or if it already came out i think it was like one of those indie joints yeah but i remember the preview for it yeah i do remember the trailer and been like oh wow that's like i did not think hollywood would tell that story right but that's good yeah i was like ooh, that's not like a heartbreaker yeah i know yes like yeah i was like that's that's a lot (laughs) that's gonna be tough for a lot of people to watch um all right and the last story for lgbtq news is the the really bad one uh not that they all haven't been kind of bad transgender could the term in quotes could be defined out of existence under trump's administration mm-hmm. this was on the ballot mm-hmm. the trump administration is considering narrowly defining gender as a biological immutable condition determined by genitalia at birth the most drastic move yet in the government-wide effort to roll back recognition and protections of transgender people under federal civil rights law 
a series of decisions by the obama administration loosened the legal concept of gender in federal programs including in education and healthcare, recognizing gender largely as an individual choice and not determined by the sex assigned at birth the policy prompted fights over bathrooms dormitory single-sex programs and other arenas where gender was once seen as a simple concept conservatives especially evangelical christians were incensed now the department of health and human services is spearheading an effort to establish a legal definition of sex under title nine the federal civil rights law that bans gender discrimination in education programs that receive government financial assistance according to a memo obtained by the new york times the department argued in this memo that the key government agencies needed to adopt an explicit and uniform definition of gender as determined on a biological basis that's clear and grounded in science objective and administrable the agency's proposed definition would define sex as either male or female unchangeable and determined by the genitals that a person is born with according to a draft reviewed by the times any dispute about one's sex would have to be clarified using genetic testing sex means a person's status as a male or female based on immutable biological traits identified by or before birth the department proposed in the memo which was drafted and has been circulating since last spring the sex listed on a person's birth certificate as originally issued shall constitute definitive proof of a person's sex unless rebutted by reliable genetic evidence the new definition would essentially eradicate federal recognition of an estimated 1.4 million americans who have opted to recognize themselves surgically or otherwise as a gender other than the one they were born into one of the things that's uh wild about this is i remember us covering something either this summer or the summer before about a kid who was bullied they were trans um and they were bullied at a school and the federal government the justice department you know under uh jeff sessions intervened and like um i think they prosecuted on behalf of the child to which i was like that does not fit anything about this administration or jeff sessions Mm, that's just to say they did something and it may have been the poll for the show it may not but i do remember being like do y'all think this is a sign of them supposedly coming around on trans issues and being defenders of trans people um or like why would they do this basically essentially why would they even because i don't believe that they have the side of trans people i don't believe they care about children uh especially trans children um and i don't think jeff sessions gives a fuck about any of that stuff so no. i was and i think quite the opposite i think they're trans antagonistic i think they're discriminatory <clears throat> i think they're transphobic all that shit and they stoke those fires in the citizenry of america to make it even worse to exacerbate it and so i'm sitting there like why the fuck would they do that and i think it's for this i think it's for stuff like this so that they can say well look we don't care we were just protecting the child because that stuff doesn't matter to us this is about protecting this child and their rights they were bullied and that's not right and that's not fair but their policies basically do the same thing the bullies did to that trans kid come on like your policies and your and the things that you want to have done the things you want erased from the obama administration which we only had four about four to six possible years maybe between somewhere between zero i wouldn't say zero somewhere between two to six years of the obama administration was dedicated to being more outspoken as trans as, as lgbtq allies and most importantly um they didn't get really to trans stuff until like maybe two years out before obama could uh 
was was um on his way out mm-hmm. you know because i i definitely remember obama coming into office kind of milk toast on a lot of uh mm-hmm. gay issues where it wasn't like he was you know like obviously not trump in sessions but very much like okay maybe we can get some sort of marriage uh equivalency type thing so that it's not marriage but maybe the republicans won't argue if we call it something else so you'll basically get like a uh, a civil union and, and all this stuff and he became more outspoken i think as one he realized how entrenched republicans were they were never coming around um and then two um i think as he as his administration felt like it was getting more established and there was less chance of him you know being ousted because i think before it was he came in on shaky ground with the economy and stuff but as people started go looking around going wow this this health thing this health insurance thing isn't too bad this economy turned around and people the job numbers are turned around and then it was like oh by the way guys also maybe don't call a civil union we'll call it just a marriage you know a normal regular ass marriage yeah. between two consenting adults yeah or hey, you know what i'm saying yeah how about we change how about instead of us um i will instruct my justice department instead of treating gender as this male or female we're gonna just treat it as gender like your preference for pronouns and and things like that they just changed the way they treated it. they didn't change the actual words or the law they just changed which obviously what they would have been fought tooth and nail on and they were already considered doing things too much as is but it's amazing that they only pushed it up in my opinion just like very in the right direction but they just pushed it just a little bit because i think in their mind they were thinking that another democrat possibly hillary clinton will take this and she'll push it a little bit and we'll just keep pushing it a little bit until we get to a point where because this you know half this country wants to revolt every time you do anything for progress and so we'll push it until they realize this isn't that bad you know and unfortunately because he was black i believe the country's had the exact opposite reaction which is that him even pushing things a little bit to them was he might as well have been wearing uh, a black panther leather um get up with a fucking black power fist in the air and a fro picked out and calling people honkies and crackers as far as they were concerned as far as black people concerned they're like that's the most like that dude's the, one of the more conservative black voices i would ever consider uh as a politician yeah, like that's why my black ass would never be in office right like he's not radical at all in my mm-hmm. opinion white people somehow have an entirely different notion of him and i think this stuff like this things that are just about human decency like use the bathroom you want to use the pronoun you want to use the pronoun you want to identify change it on your license if you want to get reassignment surgery if you want to um things like this that are the very basic lowest bar of decency have been considered slaps in the face to white evangelical americans and you know like for the most like they 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 take offense to it the most i'm sure there's plenty of other people who take offense to it as well i know black people that take offense to it mm-hmm. because they feel like lgbtq progress is somehow a direct slap in the face to black progress which i'll never fucking understand how they get to that point me but. either and, and 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 even for me it it was a change and the thing is adults don't deal with change very well even though most people know in your lifetime change is just a fucking part of life 
but in reality you don't mind changes as long as the shit don't directly affect affect you like that as long as that change don't roll down your way you good mm-hmm. because i know for me it, it it was an adjustment uh to uh people like identifying themselves and things like that like i and and, and still to today i am still adjusting because people better realize i'm almost 40 years old so that's 40 years of being trained one way and it's really hard to actually untrain your mind to to uh almost relearn all these things that have been embedded in you so you know and it's still an adjustment but i'm like okay i understand and i know better so i do better but a lot of people just automatic nope this is not what i'm used to so fuck it it's just wild because you know what else is an adjustment the internet come on cell phones flat screen tvs touch screens you know cars that park themselves and shit people don't have any fucking problem with that kind of shit motherfuckers talk to siri more than they talk to their friends now come on and yet somehow this was too much you know the fact that these niggas go uh it's science with gender but they don't believe in science with climate change Mm -mm. you know like the that shit is ridiculous you know like like it's science when you want it to be right it's it's uh at any rate um this administration um i would not be shocked that they do it this was on the ballot yes it was this was this was this was actually something i could see coming mm-hmm. and i and i don't mean that on some like because i'm so woke shit i just mm-hmm. mean it like they've done a lot of stuff that i'm just gonna be frank i did not see coming not because i didn't think they could do horrible things but because they've been even worse than i thought they would be correct and i think a lot of people that didn't vote that thought it would just be okay a lot of people that thought hillary would win despite them not coming to the polls i think a lot of them need to accept some responsibility in this you know i'm sick of them not taking any level of uh accountability to the country and if and if and if you are one of those people that thought well we're gonna have a revolution when are y'all gonna show up when is the revolution gonna start i've I've never got the memo like it's been it's been a while you know like where y'all at it it, it talks everybody talks so great you know behind their keyboards but when it's time to like fucking do something what are you gonna do you know people gonna have to turn to the underground railroad for trans people and shit because come on because they're trying to they're trying to erase them out of existence and it was something that sometimes it amazes me at how easy it is for able-bodied people in some situations to just go vote would have just saved everybody a lot of heartache and people will claim to care about this shit and i have to look at them and go but do you you don't you know you, you know, know i'm just gonna flat say you you don't care because if you cared you would have voted if you cared you wouldn't have hemmed and homed and act like everybody had to be the fucking most perfect candidate ever if you really really care you would look outside of yourself and your pet project or whatever your one issue is like everybody has their one issues please don't get me wrong but you have to look at my issue is not the only issue there are other people issues that are out there that actually even though i am a black woman it might be people out there that 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 might be uh i might have a privilege over them i might not think i do but i'm able-bodied so not only are you going out to lgbtq think about the people that 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 have um handicaps you know they're gonna start attacking them too 
yeah disabilities but yeah i'm sorry disabilities i'm sorry but here i'll take it a step further your issue would be better served under somebody other than trump that's the part that's funny correct people go i'm not gonna do this because of my one issue well your issue isn't better under trump is is policing of black people better under trump has that improved for you is that you know <laughs> like new york city just got rid of their uh their cameras for their police officers their body cams is is that is it better now we fixed you know what is the economy better is how we treat palestine better um like what's better under this guy for you is our foreign diplomacy and and war is that better under him is it, i mean i did they, they, they using drones the economy is it better under him is that, is that how you feel like i just want to know what improved under him that you were so gung-ho and set that you know uh hillary clinton would have been worse for you know and and so i i think people are just more comfortable making those you know those uh critiques of hillary clinton than they are of talking about what's happening right now which is this like right they're trying to erase trans people out of existence and you want to still tell me about you know hillary clinton's emails or some shit i I just want to know what what about now let's talk about right now what are you going to do they don't want to do that because that would require nuance that would require them actually addressing the shit that they did that that, that, like it it would require something out of them and accountability is what it would require right and motherfuckers don't have none you can't keep these people around you man you gotta watch your back these motherfuckers have no integrity um the, the the move would be the most significant of a series of maneuvers large and small to ex- i'm sorry uh <laughs> sorry i just got mad again but all right to exclude the population for civil rights protections and roll back the obama administration's more fluid recognition of gender identity the trump administration has sought to bar transgender people from serving in the military as legally challenged civil rights protections for the group embedded in the nas- nation's health care law we know trans people have a hard time getting health care hard time finding employment like it's already tough enough why put these people in charge of that right why and, do that and didn't we i think we did cover article that was like uh because here in our country you can enlist in the army but you know free will you can go be like i want to join the army didn't we cover articles that they had a big dip and a big decrease in people enrolling and they was like we need people to join i don't know i i don't know i don't know oh but okay but i remember i don't know if i read it or something like that but yeah when you tell people hey you can't join and a lot of them would join the army for health care health coverage you know and all that shit to for benefits to work and all of a sudden you tell them they can't do that yes your numbers are going to drop yeah that i mean we just saw voter id laws passed in our state for voting we just saw um challenges to people's voting registration if they have anything that doesn't correspond on their address or name or whatever with what the government has on file do you think gender identity might be one of these things do you think that there may be people who we're taking our ass our cishead able-bodied ass privilege for granted to be like well i'm gonna stay home and then you sit around and talk about how uh, trans lives matter we gotta protect our ally we gotta be allies we gotta talk to people well here's a tool in the arsenal that can help 
doesn't mean you don't have to you can't you don't march it doesn't mean you can't protest doesn't mean any of that shit you can do both this is a tangible asset and that's what killed me people act like i can't vote and protest i can't vote and be fucking angry i can't vote and hold people accountable i can't vote and also push people forward you can do all of this right and you know to throw your vote away is so ridiculous to me but it's just when i i'm gonna always relate these sort of things with the idea of people being like fuck it that's how I you feel. know and uh, and if you're taking offense to it too bad if then then don't i mean you should be as resolute about your stance as i am then because i feel no guilt mm-hmm. no shame Mm-mm. i don't feel wrong at all because if i don't understand how motherfuckers roll in circles or keep people around that they're like this is my friend they're lgbtq or whatever they're dealing with all this shit i mean i ain't gonna vote i mean fuck that shit that might actually help somebody in a real way i won't do that i'm gonna just let your life i'm just fucking rolling the dice on your life good luck you know i just don't understand how people do it because i'm not saying this shit is a be all end all voting and nothing bad will happen to anybody right i'm just saying it's a tangible step in a process that goes along with the things you claim to espouse already it's the bare minimal the bare like the low it's the lowest bar like i'm not trying to be too inflammatory but like there are people i I was reading something yesterday where they were i think it's called the night along knives in germany before the holocaust and before hitler when they started rounding up people that were uh trans and shit and killing them like that was that was the start of the regime you know like they go after the people that that are the least protected first that's what they do like like i don't know man people talk about it but they they not really about it and then when this shit happens and you see them either silent or just kind of ignoring it or sharing it but but then you know their actions betray everything that they've been talking about right i worry i worry about the state of people and i worry about 2018 i worry about 2020 because i don't know that these motherfuckers have learned a goddamn thing man mm-hmm. i don't know because we still talking about the same fucking shit the same shit that people's talking about then they're still on this same shit yeah um let's see uh but officials at the department confirmed that their push to limit the definition of sex for the purpose of federal civil rights laws resulted from their own reading of the laws from a uh, from a court decision mr Ser- severino while serving at the head of the DeVos Center for Religion and Civil Society at the Heritage Foundation, which is a hate group, was among conservatives who blanched at the Obama administration's expectation, expansion of the set of sex to include gender identity. You, people like the Heritage Foundation now have a foothold within the White House. Mm-hmm. We let that happen as a country. We let that happen. That's that hate group. They are defined as hate groups they now have a role in defining what this country does there was a time where they were hate groups but at least they were out of power right at least nationally even though locally a lot of people still drop the ball and let the motherfuckers have politicians in their pocket and stuff like that be right on in power in your local jurisdiction and all that shit so yeah it's this is now law happening at the highest echelon of society you're talking supreme court congress and the senate and the white house and people motherfucking still yelling about what democrats ain't doing right right and and, and my thing is this 
the people that are doing the yelling I, it's come to the point where i have the right to be mad too and i have the right to be angry too you have talked long enough with your no voting ass constantly complaining about shit that don't matter i you is you know that's the thing they don't want to hear anybody else's opinion and you go well you're gonna hear my opinion about it and i think you're stupid for not voting and i just like you think that i quote unquote um wasting my vote or whatever it is i got the right to look at you and say you're dumb yeah it's wild too because i saw caitlin jenner tweeting at donald trump like trans people are people or something like that and i'm like you voted for this man right i don't want to hear anything she got to say like what are you doing well there was never this was something you could predict because everyone told your ass this is not this is not one of those things where eh, he could could not be you never know you wanted people wanted him to dance with you after he won the election and the inauguration and shit which he would never he would never he's a disgusting human being he would never he doesn't have the fucking wherewithal to even think of some shit like that and would and would openly recoil i go i know he would because he's that type of person but the fact that you would stump for this man make excuses for this man wear his hat after he won and then be like i can't believe he disagrees with me about my life being valuable he been telling the calls coming from inside the house boo he been telling you from jump believe him when he said he's that way um you know people been but people have been speaking up laverne cox lady gaga but i I don't i wonder how people like i look at laverne cox is everything i look up to her i mean i'm not gonna try to do anything to keep the people out of the white house that would actually you know do anything to 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 stop her life you know from but yes queen yes yes, we love you Mm -hmm. like retweet favorite Mm -hmm. but uh hey hey look this is my prerogative i do what i want to with my vote you ain't gonna guilt me into doing the right thing i know that much Mm -mm. um i got other things to do other than vote it's too inconvenient person that has the ability that was not purged from the polls right um so there you go um that's another horrible addition to lgbtq news Mm -hmm. but i rather uh i feel like we have to you know take this platform and, and at least educate or talk about some of this shit because i wouldn't even say educate but talk about because i'm not a fucking scientist i don't know all the words and right things to say about this i just know how it feels as a human being to look at other people and be like we letting y'all down and nobody seems to give a fuck (laughs) they don't do that like everybody's shit is much more important to them than yours like the the no one stops and thinks my shit is about more than me you know as karen said my one issue is my one issue but what about all the other issues i claim to have right that how would they be served you know i i literally don't respect and don't look at certain people no more because i just be like mm-hmm. i don't i lost you all was respect. on some bullshit you were on some bullshit and you still on it and i see you not talking about it and i see you not changing and honestly at this point we gotta part ways don't fuck with me i won't fuck with you like mm-hmm. it's, it's easier for me to just leave you the fuck alone because some of this shit is just non-negotiable man you have to be smarter than this i can't respect your intellect you have to be smarter than this this shit is not that fucking complicated Mm-mm. like i get resentment i get all that shit because i'm black too and i'm in america too i'm not stupid Mm-mm. but some of this shit is just like boy you really do you not understand game theory did you not take like do you have no grasp on history are you like what is what is up 
uh, i'm sorry it's inconvenient to hear but fuck it don't like me that's really because i'm absolutely sure i won't like you so you might as well don't like me but i'll still vote to to try to do as good as much good as we can man all right let's move into some other shit um let's see what else is up um oh yeah exclusive and leaked audio brian kemp who's the uh georgia secretary of state and republican nominee for governor uh apparently there's some leaked audio that has said that uh he's expressed concerns over georgians exercising their right to vote He expressed at a ticketed campaign event that his Democratic opponent, Stacey Abrams, voter turnout operation continues to concern us, especially if everybody uses and exercises their right to vote. One party in America doesn't want your ass to vote, especially if you black. And the other party is the Democrats. And we're having debates over who's better, is there any difference, what does it even matter? i don't i don't want to hear it I, we're not talking about it like republicans I, consider yo black ass not voting as good for them as a white person voting for them if not better correct <laughs> oh man it's it's funny it's almost funny you almost have to laugh because you'll if not you'll choke a motherfucker yeah because it's so simple it's not even a kid i can tell a child this and they'd be like well yeah shit yeah obviously if you have to if you can vote you should vote to democrat because these other motherfuckers are so shady they don't even want you to be able to vote right and and i don't know if this is in this article but that that same the man you're talking about mm-hmm. he the, the the shit he doing with purging people from the uh um from voting mm-hmm. he did this shit like last time they voted mm-hmm. he, they sued he dropped it so what he did he turned around and he passed uh laws that would allow him to do the shit that he's doing now and not be sued yep kemp then asserted that much of abram's effort is focused on absentee ballot requests they have just an unprecedented number of that which is something that continues to concern especially if everybody uses exercise their right to vote which they obviously can and mail those ballots in we got to have heavy turnout to offset that on tuesday morning a member of his campaign confirmed that the event took place that the campaign did not respond to multiple requests for comment about specific remarks on monday evening a facebook page for the event was removed from public view Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Candace broke the press secretary for the Georgia Secretary of State told Rolling Stone that she does not respond to campaign related inquiries because she represents the office um okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yet in this country I was listening to NPR and they was, was kind of talking about some of this stuff I didn't know this they said they have 13 states in this country who their system their voting system is so old that they don't even have paper backup they said if their system goes down or if somebody challenges they have no way of getting the fucking records we don't have the infrastructure to handle everybody voting if everyone if 100 percent of people did turn out right and the reason we don't have the infrastructure is partially because one party doesn't want us to have the infrastructure right. and by not voting and by not contesting these things we help those part that party stay in power and then we wonder why the fuck shit don't change right and 
I, and, and something else is shocking me when I listen to NPR news too, which I think is outrageous. They were saying in some states, some of the some of the systems and some of the machines that they use for voting is so fucking old they don't even make parts for them no more. They actually have to fucking go on eBay to buy the parts for some of these fucking machines to work instead of people taking taxpayers' money and siphoning it back in to the system to do this because this, all this shit should be federal but federal but but the federal government don't want to they want to push it down to the states the states don't want to handle it they push it down to the municipalities and then it goes between county and city and all this shit and everybody fights over it and don't nobody want to cover the cost you can pay your bills online you can't even vote online i've never understood that right like you can you can do extremely critical financial transactions that could literally bankrupt you online but you can't pay your wire you can't vote online we don't have a simple you can get your registration online you can pay your taxes online you can do so much shit online that the government will let you do the government will let you do these things but you can't vote online that's so crazy you can renew your license online in a lot of places yes but but this it's insane you can wire millions of dollars use ach i mean you can do a bunch of shit with financial shit but they's like this vote mm -mm -mm." you got to bring your ass out here and there's one party that literally does not want your ass to vote right i don't know how much more simple it can be but it's complicated to some people um anyway um that motherfucker is and it won't matter caught on the record saying it out loud recorded and it won't matter uh i just said this in passing but new york city uh new york police department immediately suspends use of body cameras because supposedly one of them exploded one body camera started smoking the dude took it off and the they said that it exploded and so i don't believe them they said out of a out of uh, out of the hundreds possibly thousands of cameras right that they've been using supposedly and none of them have malfunction but okay nothing is more important than the safety of our officers equipping nypd with the best equipment is paramount priority they said in a statement so they will not be using any cameras for the time being which means them bitches ain't coming back never 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 again mm-hmm um, and i don't believe you mm-hmm. Mm-mm. yeah so they will well they won't be using the le5 cameras they have le4 body worn cameras um and they will continue to wear them for now there were nearly 3,000 le5 cameras in use at the time of the recall nypd using more than 12,000 other models of body worn cameras uh they also use 12,000 other models working closely with the nypd to investigate the issue said the parent company the officer was not injured however officer safety is of course blah 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 oh, no, sorry, no, no. all right i don't believe you that's what y'all say uh will smith and jada pinkett smith uh recall horrible wedding and share intimate marriage secrets um so you know jada pinkett smith i think it's her mom and willow mm-hmm. have a show on facebook called the red table mm-hmm. um it's pretty cool i've seen a little bit of it. i haven't i'm not really a 
it's weird because i'm not real i'm a kind of person i watch videos normally on my tv mm-hmm. i don't like watching things on my tablet or na- laptop so mm-hmm. especially if i'm gonna do it for long periods of time so these facebook things i never really watch and it's mm-hmm. also w- hard to watch things on facebook because uh for me at least facebook is constantly getting notifications and alerts so i'm trying to watch something every three seconds it's like uh hey so-and-so made a comment hey so-and-so like this hey so-and-so tagged you to a post and so eventually i'm just like all right i'm gonna just go hang out on facebook now and i can't uh, watch this right or either facebook does this thing which fucking drives me nuts i don't mind because now they put commercials in the middle of the facebook book stuff you see now yeah but they do it at the most awkward time so you so somebody can literally be in the middle of a sentence and it'd be like you will be back and then i can't skip it i gotta watch all 30 seconds by the time we do that i cut it off and go on something else yeah but you know um usa today took some of the highlights and like talked about it i watched like i said i did watch some of it and that people put some clips on like twitter and stuff and um depending on which clip you saw you might take different things away from it i saw one that was about how they talk to each other in their relationship and i thought that was pretty cool you know a lot of people were passing around talking about relationship goals and you know the stuff that people do when they see happy people together or people that are are somehow fighting to be happy together it's a lot of you know kind of like this is what it means to me and it's inspirational and all that stuff Mm -hmm. um but i saw like i said a lot of the clip it's not all good shit like that's what makes that red table show kind of dope is that they're very transparent and open and honest in a way that most of us would never be Mm -hmm. um (laughs) you know just putting it out there for the public um and And that's why people watch yeah and their relationship is so private uh historically over the years all the speculation and shit around them uh and i think people like speculating about them Mm -hmm. you know and it's like any little glimpse people get becomes like a salacious like they got a kept woman y'all they got an open relationship will smith is gay they're scientologists it's like all that shit i don't know how much of it is true or not true i really try to stay out of it yeah i try to stay out of it uh yeah jada pinkett smith said that she never wanted to get married um or have a wedding but once she got pregnant she felt pressured to tie the knot in part because of her mother the nuptials didn't go quite as planned with pinkett smith smith and banfield jones calling it horrible it was a mess uh i guess banfield jones her mom uh said uh to some last around the table jada was sick she was very unpleasant um jada was three months pregnant at the time of the ceremony and she said i was so upset that i have had i had to have a wedding so i, I was so pissed i was crying Aww. down the freaking aisle getting married you know that was the other thing i saw too was like a lot of people took more like anything that was sad or something she sacrificed they took that from this like this is a sad episode it's really just depressing because jada pinkett smith is considered this like woman who has it all and she had a dream of like growing up and living on a ranch and maybe never even having kids and getting married at all and it's like look at her life now it's not the one she wanted to have and you know willow's here watching this and people are like you know i hope she's taken from this you can do whatever you want and all this stuff and these are things jada felt pressured into you know um like a lot of other women in life yeah and then they yeah i think that's you know where a lot of people drew the commonality it's like i have sacrificed shit Mm -hmm. that i don't want to do i'm not having the life i want to live um will tried to meet jada but he met his new wife instead they went out to uh he was trying to meet her as on a different world set at a party 
and he went but he actually met his first wife i think her name was like sheree yeah sheree fletcher and they had a son uh trey and mm -hmm, that's a son from his first uh marriage um and uh he ended up not getting with jada or whatever and then later he met jada again at dwayne martin and tisha campbell had a party or some shit um and they were talking and he talked to jada at this table and he said he got up and went to the bathroom and cried because he knew he had met the person he was supposed to be with but he was married to this other woman um and he cried and he knew it right away and cried in the bathroom and uh but he didn't act on it they never had an affair they didn't do any cheating or anything but um and he said he knew that he was gonna stay married forever to sharice so he wasn't like his thing was like right. i this you know this i just missed out on the love of my life and then he uh sharif filed for divorce and then that he said that he knew he was gonna um go holler at jada and mm. that's how they got together but jada said she knew that she was pregnant immediately um and cried all night <laughs> that was the one that's the one yeah I, she was I, she said she knew within four minutes or some shit and will was you know and you know will is funny and affable so he's on there and it's like so many things sound sadder than they are and maybe they are sad to some people also oh, will was on this episode. he was on this episode talking okay and so he was like i she was like i knew right away and i was crying about how my life was gonna change she said it felt you know those big locks on the bank it felt like that in my womb in my uterus and <laughs> will was like it was literally four seconds after we had sex she said i'm pregnant and i said babe i think scientifically you not pregnant yet <laughs> <laughs> you got to give it time <laughs> uh, they got to go up the fallopian tubes give them time to get there but yeah she cried all night you know obviously that turned out to be Jaden, but you know um she said she was sad about how it was gonna change her life and shit um their relationship changed when jada turned 40 uh she said um that you know they she was unhappy with in their private life trying to keep up with their public persona uh he remembered a moment when willow age nine at the time called him out on it she said oh daddy it's so sad mommy isn't it sad daddy has a picture of a family in his mind and it's not us pinky smith said that when she turned 40 she had a realization about her relationship i can't do do this like this anymore the pair now refer to each other as life partners and not husband and wife so i don't know if that is hinting towards some other type of stuff that's bigger than that and they left it out of the episode or you know i think couples still keep shit to themselves, even mm -hmm. if you're a public couple you have to yeah and i don't think it's healthy to tell everybody all your business and nope it's funny because on the internet people will be like oversharing oversharing is too much you got to be careful with oversharing but at the same time we do expect celebrities or people we consume of some type to overshare with us and it's like nah they don't owe you shit you know um but yeah that i wonder what that change is you know maybe they'll talk about that one day too because they didn't really get specific about what these changes were correct but yeah they refer to each other as life partner now um and then the part that everybody really was like going gaga over was the fact that they don't use profanity with each other um or they didn't use profanity with each other for 20 years um basically they had a moment where he was holding his son trey in his arms and jada pinkett cussed at him 
a took her to the side and said i said jada this is the deal i grew up in a household where i watched my father punch my mother in the face and i will not create a house a space an interaction with a person where there's profanity and violence if you have to talk to me like that we can't be together we're not going to use any profanity in our interactions we're not going to raise our voice we're not going to be violent i can't do it it was 20 years before we used profanity in any conversation that we had smith said we couldn't afford to because it could get ugly pinkett smith said uh the couple said they disciplined themselves on how uh to only talk about their feelings once they calmed down and could have a peaceful conversation about what was bothering them smart yeah that was the part the clip that everyone kept sharing and i was like oh yeah i agree with that you know i think um the thing that was kind of wild to me was uh not wow it a lot of people don't find that to be realistic at all like the goal of like not yelling and cussing at each other a lot of people find like it's kind of like how people will treat us like we're weird when they're like y'all don't never fight y'all don't yeah. fight. and i'm like no. no and it's and it's not on some like because i'm so afraid i'm definitely no i just i'll just i'd rather be unhappy and don't say nothing like which everyone always assumes because you know it gotta be something wrong with you nah it's just i at least in my mind if you're considerate of each other if you're kind if you're patient there is no need to be fucking yelling at each other mm-hmm. and if it seems that foreign of a concept to you maybe think about the way you engage yourself and the way you engage other people because i'm not just talking about just us either just in life isn't it like you don't have to be there's a lot of interactions that become belligerent that don't have to be and in your household that's the one place where at least for me i know goddamn well i don't want to be coming in here raising my voice and yelling and vice versa i I, no nigga i will be by my goddamn self the world outside my home is the only sanctuary i have right when i walk outside the door it's a motherfucking fight all goddamn day all the time i fight being black i fight being a woman you fight at your job you fight in traffic like it's a constant motherfucking fight i come home i want goddamn peace i'm not arguing with my mate yeah so i'm not um surprised that people feel that way it's kind of the way people have written us for years and every once in a while we get an email not as much anymore obviously we've been doing this long enough you know what you're getting but you know i get that email every once in a while or or that that comment on twitter or something like y'all don't fight y'all don't fuss um you know the people people don't even think we disagree right and of course the people that uh low-key low-key um they're low-key misogynist but they don't realize it they they think they're defending you but they'll write up here and be like when you said this karen just and y'all disagreed and you explained it and then karen agreed with you she just went along with it and shit and i'm like what the fuck like i don't have my own mind yeah i'm like well on face value what if she just agreed what if i presented my point a different way and we she agreed and there's been times i changed your mind vice versa no one has ever written not one time on the low it's been times that i changed your mind not one time has anyone ever written and been like rod you just agreed with karen after you said this and then she corrected you with this and then you said oh yeah you're right i I didn't think about it that way that's a good point they didn't like it there's some gendered shit in everybody's mind already like you know and we're putting our life out here for folks 
and it's hard for them to process it sometimes if it doesn't fit the way they think it should and it's and honestly it can be difficult for us to have our shit processed by other people which is why as much as people might feel that we're open there's still a lot of shit that we keep to ourselves because it's Mm -hmm. like not your business and i don't feel like putting it out there for judgment or discussion you know it's, it's, it's like a relationship is still between me and you first and foremost but i do find that that thing about um <clears throat> yelling and fussing and and i didn't realize that until i got older that that is normal for a lot of people because too many people have asked me over the years like do y'all fuss do y'all fight and give me the strangest look what i tell them i don't have no children my husband is a grown-ass man right you know and i if he if he raises his voice at me it's going to be we we we're going to have a conversation i'm talking about like a oh hold up my nigga like what's happening here yeah because you know my personal thing is if i'm if i'm one i hate being angry uh kind of in general because oh no i hate acting in anger because one i almost always regret it two you feel like you're in control you feel like you have power you almost always at least for me i always feel like went too far wasn't in control you know and wasn't disciplined so that's one of the things two um the other reason i'm not a fan of uh the yelling and all that stuff it's hard to communicate when you're that angry yes it is and even if you're communicating something but you said it harshly you can't take away the way you made that person feel right so i you know i want to be in a place where i'm communicating clearly and precisely as opposed to you know forcefully and saying something to somebody that essentially i don't actually would i don't i could have found a better way to say it you know and i'm already a person that lives in my head and thinks about every interaction 10 times anyway so why would i do that to me or them you know a lot of times i will step away and think about what's the best way to say this what's the best way to what's the most uh persuasive way to say this what's the most what's the way that will make me be understood because i'd rather you understand me and disagree than agree with me but not understand me because i'm yelling you know right and the thing the thing when people are yelling at each other nobody's listening and the thing is nigga i got good hearing now if your hearing's bad that's no whole nother thing i got i can hear you like Mm -hmm. i hear you you don't have to yell at me for me to hear you yeah and i think also the thing where they were he was they didn't curse for 20 years you know that that i don't care if you cuss or not Mm -hmm. that's you know some people that's a hang-up that some people is not will's point people are on the semantics of whether he the cursing or not cursing his point wasn't about don't curse around me his point was she cursed at him in a way that made him think about the abuse he saw in his household right and said we are not gonna have that kind of household i don't now if you don't want to be with me because of that then then we'll have to figure something out because what i can't have is my children being raised around violence being raised around emotional abuse being raised around because a lot of people don't realize how normal they think that is a lot our media normalizes it you watch tv and couples have drama you know some of my favorite shows this is us when they fight they cut they hit below the belt they say the meanest fucking things and it's okay because it's a tv show and next hour they'll fix it or they'll reset something but in real life if you said that to somebody it's hard to come by back and the most important thing is you never 
fucking forget it doesn't matter if you forgive them you never forget that's the stuff when i talk about like social media interaction and i say these fights don't really matter because the next the topic of the fight will change how you feel about brother nature will change brother nature is already out of the loop no one cares about that that discussion we just Mm -hmm. talked about it what two days ago maybe yesterday nobody cares already nobody cares how you feel about doja cat now Mm-mm. it's already over doja cat's a memory to a lot of people they if i said remember doja cat they'd be like when was who? that who right if you called them a motherfucker they remember that and it, and that's and you can't get it back no you can no. apologize you just can't get it all the way back to where it's like you never said it right and and also i think uh for me and, and put like this sometimes men don't realize their tone because men are never tone checked women are always fucking tone checked always tone checked you laugh too loud you're too loud Mm -hmm. you come on too strong your voice too deep your voice too soft when it comes to women everything about your tone is constantly checked men are not checked on their tone so sometimes men don't actually understand how their voice emotes and how people process what the fuck's coming out of their mouth they go well i'm a man i can talk okay cool dog cool you're a man you can talk but how are the people around you responding to your tone how are they responding to your facial expressions how are you making them feel i understand you want to get this out but there's a, a proper way to talk to people and i can tell i'm used to our relationship because i've been in other households and i've heard even you know even with family members heard how men talk to women and heard their tone and it for me i got mad and i was like let me go before i I fuck around and say something then i ain't got no business saying because i don't like your tone like who like like they ain't talking to me but i'm I'm looking like who the fuck you thought you talking to now but i'm like okay let let me go i ain't got nothing to do with this this is y'all household y'all run the way y'all want to run it let me pack my shit and go home you know, um, it's like I said, men are never tone checked. Men are never taught, hey, watch your tone. Well, we also have our tone shit confirmed and encouraged. So it's the opposite. A man can be, he like, if we get tone checked, it's you too soft. You're not vocal enough. You're not angry enough. Being a man means being angry, being loud, or being stoic and being like unexpressive those are the only you know we don't get a lot like maybe you can mock somebody and be funny but there's like a range of of, of male emotions that is acceptable right and um it's in direct opposition to what we teach women which is you need to be able to take these men talking to you in the old kind of way well that's kind of your fault what did you do to make them cuss you out what did you say what? you know we we just completely are the opposite and especially the fact that men can often be both which is stoic and then all the way on 10 yelling and abusive like and then back to stoicism so yeah it, i just i think there's something to be learned from all kinds of people's relationships i think mm-hmm. will and jada at least the part that they you know talk to people about and stuff i think there's a lot to be learned there about communication and about all that stuff um i think it's sad and telling that people found the idea of not yelling at your partner to be such a prolific profound point 
and only because it just says how little that must be happening for a lot of people and that's sad that people won't get that in life because you know your home should be your home a lot of times your partner you want them to feel like your home you know uh, you know and obviously this is a very heteronormative like mana uh <laughs> we're talking very um right like uh people that are in uh marriages of just to one person and shit like i obviously for other partnerships but i feel like these lessons are not resigned to just romance and not resigned to just um monogamous relationships it's how you talk to people and shit that's something you carry with you we covered an article a long time ago and it was about predicting couples that got divorced and stuff and they did the study on people and they found that the people that ended up getting divorced were people that were lacking in two specific areas and it was patience and kindness that were the those were the predictors of all the shit we talk about we talk about money we talk about health we talk about children we talk about all you know just uh infidelity we talk about a lot of things that we go affect marriage what never really comes up are those two things which are not tangible measurables they're like they're not things that you just go you are a seven of kindness like it's just you know you have 12 kindnesses in the bank there's no way to measure it specifically but what they did was they just kind of put these couples in rooms and you know they would notice their attitudes towards each other hey someone looks outside hey look you see that bird well they notice that the people that go i'm not gonna look at that bird you know or they lie yeah i see it whatever they keep reading their book those couples had a harder time you know the people that um don't talk or respond to each other or when they do they're snippy they're kind of mean about it um those couples have a harder time which would make sense you know it's not necessarily a neat fit but like every human being sometimes that shit adds up and you might get tired of it one day right because people people aren't designed to deal with cruelty and 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 that meanness or 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 deal with that because that shit stresses you out right that's what i'd be fair to realize talking to each other crazy talking to each other mean and the most important piece that people have a tendency to forget particularly if you have children your children see this if there are children around you they watch and they actually mimic and they think that the way you talk to each other is the standard on how you should talk to people that you love no it don't matter the relationship you claim and you told me as a as a child you love this person and you care about this person why are you talking to them like they're crazy i love mommy i love daddy i love them however your relationship is but y'all talk to each other in harsh ways children pick up on that because i know for me you know you, you you grow up and you be in certain atmospheres you see certain relationships you go oh no no that bullshit right there i i'm not dealing with that yeah and just nobody wants to be tolerated in their relationship like people want to have like people want to be wanted people want to be heard and listened to and a lot of that is not about this ethereal dream of like this unattainable perfection i I wake up every morning and i oh it's you and it's like (laughs) looking in the sun and i'm skipping through the it's not even that it's just not but there's a certain level of patience and kindness that you have to have with each other and just politeness mm-hmm. it's like it does like people think and it's, it's just different theories you know it's, it's there some people's way is different than ours and yes maybe it's equally as valid but people think politeness somehow equals like putting on a false air and they think but it's I a form think, of weakness right and and people don't want to be taken advantage of and 
some people look at relationships more as power struggles and who's winning and who's not and stuff but i just know i look at conversations like rivers i've always said like rivers and each branch is like a each tributary each branch is like another like way that the conversation could have gone well let's say you're looking at this branching you know this flow of water and it could branch into all these different paths at the top is kindness there's a way where you can treat someone kind patient civil respectful because you would think you would try to have that for the person you live with or know or or share your life with for those people you would think you would try to reach that one every time if you could because if i it's not like i'm lying to you and then like it's not like i'm going it's the difference between baby um remember we had that talk where you uh said you were gonna close the um drain on the wash on the um shower every time yes and and, you know i've been going in there and closing it and it's been open can you just remember to do that it's the difference between that or to be honest no 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 offense a lot of times i just close it myself because it's only like a little thing like it's not a big deal i try to remember i'm sorry yeah but it's okay though (laughs) because people forget it anyway i'm this is not this is not about real life this is just just (laughs) hypothetical karen um but um it's okay like it does because there's another way that happens where people let it happen 99 times they get sick of it other things going wrong in their life and then they wake you up in the middle of the night in your sleep and they're holding the fucking drain over your head that they've unscrewed from the fucking tub and they're like why the fuck can't you do this and it's like that's the least good way to do it right and a lot of people find that to be normal that i'm gonna close it 99 times and never say nothing and then on step 100 i'm gonna come in and yell at your ass and they go what's wrong with that that's a relationship and i'm like that's not how i would like to handle that situation. no that's not and you know what when you do that all you start is an argument because that person is going to immediately become defensive and next thing you know y'all gonna be fussing in the middle of the fucking night about a goddamn drain yeah man i like i know whenever we've gone on like a double date type situation like that's always the most awkward times when you're on a double date with somebody and the couples with those couples that are mean to each other mm-hmm and you're just kind of sitting there like and i look at you like we're never doing this bullshit again (laughs) i mean i don't say nothing i let them talk and we that is just about as bad as not tipping if we out with you and you don't tip we're never going out to eat with you again yeah i remember we had a a double date with a friend one time and like we spent the entire car ride home like they're not gonna make it because the the way they talk to each other that's like how you talk to someone you hate and they are together like they want to get married they love each other quote unquote and they didn't make it because i'm like who can take that and you would think no offense but you would almost be on your best behavior with other people like we're on a date other people are around i don't want to look bad and you're sitting here kind of going at each other you know remember there was a couple when i was a kid that we went down their house and they had this big ass fight and you know i remember my dad telling me like a while after like oh yeah they got divorced and i and i was a kid and i was like of course them niggas got divorced that ain't cool you know so it's just kind of wild that that's normal but a lot of people that's normal all right yeah yeah and i I, like i said and it must be more normal i realize on certain shit i am a goddamn oddball i realize that i like peace 
at my home i don't want to fuss with my mate i'm not a child i don't talk to you like you a child like i realize that that is just fucking abnormal but then i'm gonna have to be oddball then because i don't want to deal with the stress that y'all deal with yeah even there's times where somebody might yell at me and of course my first response would want to be to yell back at them and i've eaten that shit and been like i'm gonna chill because you're obviously upset and if i say what i want to say right now it ain't gonna come out right Mm -mm. so let me take some time reflect on you reflect analyze the situation i've had to do that analyze my response so that when we do talk about this it will be different next time yeah and if it's not then that's it we just don't talk about this anymore we don't we don't hang out we don't communicate you know because i that is a the thing is without putting the words to it we have established a boundary we just haven't put it into the psychological terms of this that but we have basically unspoken boundaries of you think this is about just kindness and being a good person and being nice but it's also about what i will and won't tolerate come on you know so it's like we've just made a decision we're not tolerating disrespecting each other in our own house and it's more important than a bunch of other shit that people might feel right you know? and, and it's also one of one of the things too where you know and because my face says it all like i might look at you crazy might not say nothing but yeah we're gonna talk about it because i'm trying to tell you right now if the person i'm fucking is not talking to me crazy i'll be goddamn if you are a person i'm not having sex with all right let's get into our other segments uh let's do some fucking with black people and by fucking with black people i mean let's use the right song is it tired we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe find different articles make us still fuck with the assigned points scores of zero time during intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody i just like how that makes you laugh every single time <laughs> i get tickled every time um megan kelly apologizes for questioning if wearing blackface on halloween is racist she's trying to get her shit canceled ain't she just cut just cut just cut her big old check you know how to how the nfl what is they fran just franchise her ass but like here's your money bitch go away Mm-mm-mm. apologizes for oh man but they put this motherfucker on tv is our tv still still on is it still happening guys i, d- I haven't heard anything thing? about it i i don't know it might have got canceled and they just paying her well she did apologize karen so welcome to the cookout megan kelly nope pass me the ribs megan kelly no sir oh nope megan kelly can you give me another plate of that slaw thank you so much ma'am no she better take a pumpkin spice ass away from here so she can't come to the cookout nope but she apologized karen i might have to ban you too for inviting all these goddamn oh, people i'm not coming i'm not coming i know you ain't 
coming so i done told them the any, any, any ticket that got your name as the co-signer revoke y'all don't want the cookout to start on time nah it won't start on time then they'll bring all the chairs and set up for us for free labor Mm-mm. we can have like white Mm-mm. slaves at the black cookout Mm-mm. all right fine she has apologized for asking whether wearing blackface on halloween is racist <laughs> is this your queen <laughs> is it <laughs> what you let her be in charge of things y'all let a whole y'all pay her all that fucking money y'all let a whole tv show that comes on in the morning of all the sacred places in the american come heart. on that's white woman hour them do white women at home away from their kids away from their husbands it's not that you can't be a racist morning talk show host but it's that, a, it's tapped to it's, it. It's not that. It's just that you should be smart enough to know you're a racist morning talk show host and be like, "Well, I'm not gonna say that. That's racist." <laughs> what? Oh my God! Regis is rolling over in his grave. Uh, he's probably still alive. Uh, Megan Kelly has apologized he for is. asking whether wearing blackface on Halloween is racist. She sent an internal email to colleagues on Tuesday. Internal, just hours after she posed the question on the air. Internal email. Why do we know about it then? somebody leaked it one of the wonderful things about my job is that i get the chance to express and hear a lot of opinions today is one of those days where listening carefully to other points of views including from friends and colleagues is lending me to rethink my own uh views when we had the round table discussion earlier today about the controversy of making your face look like a different race as part of a halloween costume i suggested that this seemed okay if done as part of this holiday where people had the chance to make themselves look like others the iconic diana ross came up as an example to me i thought why would it be controversial for someone dressing up as diana ross to make herself look like this amazing woman as a way of honoring and respecting her okay number one megan kelly you are old you've done halloween before at least however many times you are old where your blackface pics sis right are they out there are they about to surface or did you that's one possibility okay okay i will lead to a second possibility karen she ain't never did that shit because she got some common motherfucking sense and wants to have a goddamn career so she has probably said to herself you know what i'm not gonna put blackface on it doesn't seem to be going over well for everyone she has covered news for years she's seen these stories she ain't stupid that's why i don't believe that any of this is real i think she doesn't make the news for good shit i think she knows that these racist people are the last chance she has at any demographic watching her shitty show mm-hmm. and she the ratings keep going down she wants to be a voice for those motherfuckers that's all this is she can't do it any other way she's never gonna do it on the merits of her charm and wit and personality mm, she has no charisma so she gotta pretend to go on tv and not know blackface is offensive to i don't know black people since hmm, let me check my calendar here says forever Mm. it says yes since uh day one the lies the lies (laughs) the lies see the number four and then ever four elbow she says 
she now realizes that such behavior is indeed wrong and i'm sorry the history of blackface in our culture is abhorrent the wounds are too deep she admitted she's never been a politically correct kind of person they love to their clits get hard to say that oh they love to say they've never been politically correct how come y'all never politically correct the other way come on i'm actually kind of okay with abortion oh oh word Mm -mm. you don't want to be politically incorrect that way uh (laughs) i think black lives matter oh whoops oh buddy uh but i understand that we do need to be more sensitive in this day and age particularly on race and ethnicity issues which far from being healed have been exacerbated in our politics over the past year this is a time for more understanding love sensitivity and honor and i want to be part of that i look forward to continuing that discussion let me tell you something of course you leaked this in the internal memo you know why karen because these words would still sound insincere coming out of her motherfucking face which is why she shouldn't have a goddamn job in the first place oh no Mm-mm. you have to have a certain bubbly type of personality and she don't know how to turn that it on whatever that it is that you could go from commercial break but like, hi everybody how are you doing out there welcome back to the show and we have our she don't got none of that right al roker mm-hmm. apologized he'd be apologizing from his lips right into that goddamn camera you'd be looking him in his face and making you believe it staring at drink he be he be no he's he'd be apologizing no yes he would he would have they would have said al you know what you said last segment was kind of insensitive all right well let me go ahead and go back out there and i'll talk to these motherfuckers again in three two hi dilly ho it's your boy come on <laughs> hey hey, hey. We got, got showers coming in from the west yeah right? i'm just telling you last <laughs> last segment there was a lot of you know boo-boos going on and there was some cold showers on my comments <laughs> according to the social media you know and cut is that good enough for you motherfuckers jesus christ going back to my trailer like yeah get the fuck out of here she don't have that muscle man Mm-mm. she couldn't even go back on the air and say this she shit. don't even like she happy she don't smile Mm-mm. but yeah they she had this conversation it was with like um uh, melissa rivers um jacob soberoff and jenna bush hager um basically what is racist four white people talking about they love that bullshit don't they what is diversity nobody brown no lgbtq what is diversity though is it racist the other part though because people people are like we should never have a panel of four white people talking about what's racist and what's not i i I hear y'all i'm not really gonna debate the semantics of that what i thought was funny is them other three white folks knew (laughs) they had enough sense not to do that bullshit you can say you can say it shouldn't be for white people talking about it and you and i'm not even saying she probably got a raised eyebrow for somebody Mm, 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 mm. i'm not even saying you wrong touching that one but i watched that conversation three of them white people was like "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) oh you're going down by yourself you sure about that sis like one of them i think it was bush kelly or whatever her name is she tried to save it she was like you know i'm look i'm i hate pc as well you know i'm not pc at all but i mean blackface is just too far it's just we need some common sense you know she, megan was like i don't know i don't think anything wrong with it when i was a kid they, they play our play our clip stop it stop it right now this is stupid oh no somebody should have but no it didn't get oh that would have been a classic i would have fell over yeah <laughs> we have stop it right now this is stupid this is absolutely ridiculous. Get 
that's the clip somebody should have played for her yeah and this apology i'm reading that's the second version of her apology oh yeah i had a first number version. two yeah this is the I first one i thought the bitch was white <laughs> god damn it i thought the bitch was white yeah i think so too and then tomorrow they'll probably have a black person on to explain what she was trying to say but my mouth to god's ears i really hate those nigger rats and anyone else really that doesn't have pure white aryan blood running through their veins i'm happy to be talking to a true white american god bless white america <laughs> god what is wrong with her i don't know they really need to franchise tag up bitches your money get off our l people they tried so many ways because white women are so fragile and they don't get it they were trying so hard to save her she's not marketable um kelly asked them but what is racist because truly you do get in trouble if you're a white person who puts on black face at halloween or a black person who puts on white face on halloween one you don't get in trouble for that second one so uh secondly <laughs> secondly uh back when i was a kid that was okay as long as you were dressing up like a character if somebody feels something different is offensive to them then you should say it and that's fair game and you should be able to take it if you're going to dress that uh, up like that said sober off which is the kindest kindest like bitch no no you can't do that <laughs> it's the kindest version of babe no no Me- megan you actually people will get mad still and that's not okay uh and yeah, kelly she said be, she be forgetting she ain't on fox news no more she's 47 y'all she pushing almost 50. she is 47 she should know better how'd you get this job 47 years of halloween dog uh melissa rivers who's 50 said if you think it's offensive it probably is and one of my big complaints is just about society right now whatever happened to just manners and polite society but on halloween kelly said on halloween you got guys running around with fake axes coming out their heads it's gotta be it's going to be jarring uh bush hagger 36 says i think that there are limits to just how far you want to go you're making people feel bad and river said normal people kind of know where that line is by normal they mean not racist right. like not racist people kind of know where the line is which is why you don't know honey it's it's, it's a lot of white folks that that uh uh dress up and play all types of you know all types of people and they're not offensive they right don't put on blackface they don't put on native american garb they don't paint their faces red right and then they put up a picture of um a um real housewives star Mm -hmm. who dressed as diana ross i think her name is luann de lesseps um and this was her as diana ross for a costume party last week last year and it was her trying to change it did you see the picture Mm-hmm. okay cool so she was like who doesn't love diana ross she wants to look like diana ross for one day and i don't know how that got racist on halloween <laughs> oh god oh they must be stopped oh man uh watch what happens next in april she responded to the back uh deadly Seps, the woman who dressed as uh diana ross responded to the backlash against a costume and denied that she had darkened her skin i'm horrified i never meant to hurt anybody's feelings i love diana ross and i totally respect diana ross it was really kind of a tribute to her and it was halloween i don't because i don't i don't know what she originally looked like so she may have tanned girl listen first of all this wig is terrible who looks at this picture if i didn't tell y'all i was diana ross how many of y'all would have said oh she's clearly diana ross Mm -mm. 
that wig is 55 feet how big is that wig right you can't even make it through the door baby like you look like elvira to be you know what you know what she looked like she looked like one of them dust stains you know one of them dust stains you take the dust off the fans mm-hmm. she does like one of them dust things <laughs> one of them dust busters <laughs> oh man that's diana ross oh, wait a minute what i'm looking at pictures of diana ross right now like uh what is it our earth 2 diana ross that we all it might be <laughs> we waiting on oliver to go to earth 2 on arrow <laughs> so we can see diana ross oh i don't know who did your fro baby but you know what her fro looks more like a marge simpson fro because it goes yes up. her fro doesn't go out like, like like if she done made that blue i'd be like oh marge simpson oh you guys have got to be kidding me right whoever did that was was like okay we'll we'll make you a fro and they didn't make her a good fro oh my god oh my god this is okay she really like a dust buster all right zero to a hundred oh a hundred megan kelly's a permanent 100 but also kind of a zero at the same time she only makes the news for doing this stuff and i feel bad feeling any kind of way or even covering it but honestly i wanted to cover it just for the fact that people are talking about it and you know she fucked up again and i really think at this point we have to start wondering is this what she does is this on purpose Mm -hmm. are they like we're not getting ratings no one has talked about this show since the last racist scandal maybe we need to do something racist again true that and you know it's one of those things where the people that watch your show ain't the white men that actually picked you there's white men who think you are attractive to gave you this job but your job is to appeal to the white women and they're like bitch you're boring i'd rather watch i'd rather watch prices right <laughs> right like or steve harvey right oh my god terrible terrible person why the fuck do you have a job you never mm-hmm. we've never covered a genuine megan kelly did a good thing moment on this show and it's not because we're cherry picking i she doesn't make the news because she's she's either badgering some innocent fucking guest that's supposed to be having a good time on her show offending them making them bad yeah offending somebody <laughs> saying something racist what? like when do you make the fucking news for doing your actual job jimmy kimmel and that fucking like uh they did lip sync battle or some shit makes the news every day trevor knowing some interview or some skit from skit from the daily show makes the news all the time but here you are making the news for this shit all right Latin, last one for uh fuck with black people uh hold on why is this uh why don't this stop she has an absolute okay. recollection of certain things and no recollection okay what is happening is this an ad is this the whole thing oh it's an ad what okay. so never mind let me let this play <clears throat> all right skip ad all right so this is a new video uh my girl bay niecy nash put this out not for a charcoal grill no charcoal grills are allowed you're scared please leave me alone you're white african-american um illegally selling water without a permit but with cell phone cameras and social media calling 911 on your black or brown neighbors just isn't what it used to be hi i'm niecy nash actress inventor and advocate for not calling 911 on black people for no goddamn reason <laughs> i'd like to introduce you to a radical new product that will save you all the headaches of being filmed and outed as a racist douche 
It's called 1-844-WHITE-FEAR, and it's revolutionizing the way racist white people cope with black people living life near them. 1-844-WHITE-FEAR. There's a black guy outside my neighbor's house, and he's walking around. Our experienced <laughs> staff have been living while black in America their entire lives. Darren here is a former Obama aide who had the cops called on him for moving into his new apartment. Uh, yes, that is actually your neighbor, Michael. Yeah, no problem. Our records are actually showing that's actually his boat. Yeah, I know. Black people have boats, too, now. Studies show that people of color are more likely to be arrested, convicted, and serve longer sentences than white people for similar crimes. So calling 911 for non-emergency situations is really just a d move. I got so scared when I saw a black guy walking around outside. And so I called 1-844-WHITE-FEAR. And it turns out we're neighbors. And I'm a racist. Now, black <laughs> people have been helping white people be better since always. So she's looking around and standing there. A regular Frisbee or ultimate Frisbee? Call it when black people are. Having a barbecue, taking a nap in a rec room, mowing the lawn, waiting for a friend at a coffee shop, golfing, shopping, enjoying a vacation at their Airbnb, going to work, coming home from work, working while at work, campaigning for office, swimming with socks on, delivering newspapers, buying a house, selling water, parking their car, using a coupon, and so much more. 1-844-WHITE-FEET. It's a real number for real white people who should mind their own damn business. What's going on here? If you've been a victim of 911 <laughs> harassment, please email us at 844-WYTFEAR at nytimes.com. The police showed up at the end of the video, by the way. <laughs> uh, all right, Karen, zero to 100. Oh, zero. That's fucking hilarious. The brilliant Niecy Nash, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, working at zero. work while working. <laughs> Honey, I feel that one. I felt that one all right um let's move into some guest the race um and i know it, yeah, who's swimming with socks on that they called up those were all real every example she gave oh we may not have covered it but okay. it's real wow yeah yeah so <sighs> right <laughs> all right wow let's go now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course they play along and they are all racist all right um let's see let me look at my time real quick all right we got time um a delta flight attendant kicks eight passengers off of a plane for giving her attitude when she told one to put her phone on airplane mode Mm. you didn't even check for that they just tell you yeah i always just put it in my pocket i didn't know they ever looked at that uh, a Delta flight attendant has been filmed throwing eight passengers off of a flight uh, give, for giving her attitude when she asked one of them to turn their phones on, on on airplane mode. The unnamed attendant was filmed as she reprimanded the passenger Robin Rogers 
a female dj from new york before taking off on june 23rd at fort wayne airport in indiana Mm, well sounds reasonable so far um she claims she tried to show her that she had her what she had with her phone but what she had that with her phone what are we talking about oh according to rogers the flight attendant stood over her menacingly asking her to put her phone onto the right setting she tried to show uh she claims she tried to show the flight attendant that she had her phone on the right setting but the flight attendant carried on arguing with her that's when another passenger began filming from the road behind them in the video which rogers posted on instagram the flight attendant can be heard saying i know what i heard i'm not going to argue with you uh there's no need for arguing crew instructions means crew instructions as rogers argued that she did switch it on the right setting the flight attendant said now you have is it in airplane mode ryan miller another passenger then chimed in i was right next to her and attempted to defend rogers the flight attendant hit back at him would you like to stay too she then made reference to everybody's attitude and said she had zero tolerance for it uh the man replied we're just going to go the video cut out but in the next post uploaded to her instagram rogers and others have been forced off the plane the group included a latina woman who cried when she was told she could not get another flight to her home state of texas that night and the, uh, a man with a child who all, who was also told he could not get back onto the plane in her post rogers said she felt the incident was racially charged i want to acknowledge because and we're guessing the race of the flight attendant I want to acknowledge because I am painfully aware of the serious, profoundly heartbreaking injustices and events happening in our world and communities. I have grappled with sharing my experience. It seems small in the face of those things, but the micro is important and the little things that go unchecked spiral, she said. Delta did not immediately respond to our request for comments. Spokesman told Detroit Free Press that the flight was a connecting flight operated by SkyWest Airlines. SkyWest said it was receiving passengers footage of the incident and was investigating wonder how that turned out uh guess the race of the flight attendant karen white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what they believe oh all right let's see did you already ask oh i see white good morning america was the exclusive what has the exclusive with delta dawn ah fort wayne indiana so white white becky with the white fear white white mile high megan (laughs) white that's a good one writing everybody up white the correct answer is white (laughs) and nobody missed that um give me a second i'll put her on screen and then we'll go to the next session real quick Mm -hmm. um so you guys can see what she looks like i don't know why this picture is uh so small let me see if i can make it bigger um but yeah she had some nerve to kick eight people off a flight like you don't feel like that's the overstepping your bounds and right i guarantee you those people spoke up because here you are harassing a black woman on the plane we've told everybody speak up when you see these things what kind of person are you they speak yeah, up and now they can't go authority home. so as far as she was concerned you're gonna get the fuck off her plane right <laughs> like such trash man uh those poor people oh is you see a picture now mm-hmm. now you got people that can't get back home you don't fucked up their flights right and then um they also had pictures of the the black woman she kicked off who uh is the dj um and uh 
like just you could just tell she's just seen this black woman and immediately was like your ass getting off my plane right even after she told her no matter what she said you put like this you had already determined that she was gonna get off the plane no matter what right and you know somebody told her she was wrong and she still was like no well, now y'all got all did. gotta go y'all agreeing with this bitch you know that kind of shit uh let me go to the next session really quickly all right let's get to the next one uh let's see how about um um a hunt for a woman who let her dog poop in the middle of an airport refused to clean it up and then flipped the bird at a traveler filming her the hunt is on guys we gotta find her (laughs) a social media hunt has been launched to identify a woman who allowed her dog to poop in the middle of an airport and didn't clean it up in the middle airport mm-hmm. <sighs> the incident was caught on video by our own look at denver international airport the foul footage shows the owner talking on the phone near a gate ignoring the sizable pile of poop by her feet um look if you're gonna bring your companion dog or whatever the fuck on the plane um you need to pick up after it like that can't be okay the offending dog pulls on his leash almost as if it's trying to flee the scene of the crime as the onlooker passes by she calls out the woman saying your dog just shit all over the carpet she responds by giving him the finger the man who recorded the video nipper neaporte uh uh explained more about the situation in a facebook post the passenger was on my flight from atlanta during the entire flight her dog yelped and whined the entire flight i was going to my connecting gate on my on the moving sidewalk and happened to notice the dog had gone to the bathroom out of astonishment i proceeded to video the occurrence in the day since he shared the videos received a wide range of reactions denver international airport is equipped with pet relief rooms in each terminal but some social media users pointed out that any dog owner knows some things are out of their control however many said the woman should have been a lot more quick about picking up after her dog uh, yeah, because I mean, people understand dog shit. They don't. They, that's what they do. But clean it up. Some also speculated that she was planning on leaving the dog shit behind for someone else to clean up. She was. <laughs> In a Facebook post comment, Aaron Massey wrote, "This girl is a lazy bitch." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Meanwhile, on Facebook. <laughs> if anyone insists on take taking an animal into public places be responsible if you can't be leave the animals at home aaron murphy commented waiting for a bag sorry no if you bring an animal anywhere you should know you already have something to clean a mess she's just a dumbass bitch who thinks she is above good grief this this person's friend list is wow <laughs> no landy said no landy i guess no says if she has a dog carrier leash phone and means to travel she can afford doggy poop bags for her and her dog <laughs> that fun, the dog. for her and the dog uh, uh the woman who appears to be in her early 20s has not been identified but many social media users want her to be one twitter user named her i mean under the name at ml june 88 wrote self-centered brat don't step into shit track her down and find her karen scopa commented on the video on facebook asking has anyone identified this woman can we publicly shame her the 22nd video was recorded by nipper and posted on viral hog on wednesday i mean it's almost like you should just name you should have came up with a name for her and then you would have been fine mm-hmm. that's that's how people find them 
right if you if you call it dog poop darlene we would have been founder by now uh anyway guess the race of dog poop darlene we don't know her name um guys oh why because black people don't don't have security dogs they bring on planes (laughs) all right chat room says um poop peggy white kisses her dolls on the lips afterwards white i was too emotionally it was too emotionally taxing for her to pick up behind a support dog white escape with her caper uh escape with her caper without a tackle or an arrest i just be doggone nasty bitch white as she kisses the pooch on the mouth without consent pale face with the pooping pup white pooping paula white uh i don't know what this other one means fecal dog kiss fecal white i don't know kisses the dog all in the mouth and shit white doo-doo debbie white white brother nature early tweet enthusiast white this is a job for white twitter white white dog walker the correct answer is and it looks like all of you guys guessed the same race and 100 percent of you guys are correct she is white Well, we know what kind of dog it was. Was it a Shih Tzu? <laughs> I think it was a Great Dane, actually. Because after it took a shit, it said, Scooby Doo Doo! terrible nobody clap for that one oh. i'm sorry <laughs> well it definitely went the dome and pinch it because it didn't pinch off the loaf <laughs> all right um let's go to the bonus round everyone where's my bonus round music um there we go double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round of guest the race so far karen is two for two but let's see if she can go three for three before the flash and lightning come on all right you nervous a little bit all right nola family chooses a unique loving way to say goodbye to their son renard matthews was killed in new orleans two weeks ago he was young 18 years old and while the tragedy of losing him so young weighs heavily on the family they chose to have the body repaired for sunday's afternoon wake in a way that will they that they want to remember him okay yeah that's nothing wrong with that we all love our our loved ones at the charbonnet labat galapion funeral home in treme matthews was sitting in a chair video game controller in hand surrounded by his favorite snacks and his beloved boston celtics on the television screen oh shit matthews mother tamika says her son was a bit of a homebody who only recently started to venture out to walk the dog she'd recently gotten him tamika matthews also said her son was a big fan of celtics guard kyrie irvin families and friends gathered at sunday's wake and he will be buried on tuesday uh guess the race of uh renard matthews karen oh uh black and i hope he didn't think the earth was flat wow okay uh let's <laughs> they're gonna bury him under the flat earth i guess apparently so because it ain't round 
chat room says black this ain't this old ain't it to make tamika not tamika um i don't know uh this just turned into tales from the crib black black recuse second line black celtics side black i mean it's a celtics fan i mean uh mama name tamika black black uh already no rest no recuse myself okay that's some black ass stage a body in front of a tv playing playstation black the correct answer is everybody said black you got it right congratulations now if you'd have said they had him in his nascar i'd have been like white <laughs> is that what it, what it took Mm-hmm. all right well that's him right there oh <laughs> what is happening here wow he got an old man shoes too <laughs> he got Kyrie Irving socks on mm-hmm I mean, he died as he lived i guess apparently so uh <laughs> got a do-rag on and everything <laughs> i like how they had him recline too right like they had him lean all the way I back bet. playing that video game i bet you his his uh casket probably looked like a cadillac then what's happening here <laughs> you got spinners on it <laughs> it's got something on it i don't know it's got probably got the celtics logo on it I don't know. Now that will make sense. Yeah. I know they played at his funeral, though. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> they had Doritos and soda, too. To my home with the gasoline. Why do you have to go ah, so soon? Gotta love being black. Come on! that's the blackest fucking shit i've ever seen ever all right um last thing guys gotta talk about sore ratchetness before we get out of here and let you go watch your tv shows my chat room said you're getting them ways in the afterlife yep going into the afterlife spinning a man has been arrested after police caught him carrying a huge samurai sword he was spotted in handsworth with a lengthy black sword which resembles a katana on tuesday morning west midlands police officers chased a young man down soho road before releasing a shocking image of the sword that he was concealing inspector ahmed who is in charge of local policing for perry bar tweeted the image he wrote literally can't get my breath my officers just chased a young man off soho road who has a sword on him just headed into custody hashtag say no to knives come on say no to knives the news i agree comes after a birmingham live reporter revealed that life is really what really is really like on the busy road he told the notorious one mile stretch has a bad reputation as dog with prostitution and crime in june alone there were 177 crimes reported 56 of which were violent or sexual offenses we recently revealed the realities for prostitutes charged as little as five pounds for sex on soho road damn 
guess if you need a sale i don't, I don't know what the fuck that is a sale for real but there are many who are doing what they can to make it a better place i don't know we might just caught the sword bandit out there saved a lot of lives uh by day is fine things have improved you look at the flowers and stuff that have been put up to improve the look around here it's better than it was at four or five four or so five so years ago it was bad back then by night though that's when it all changes and that's why we close now at 6 30 p.m it's just not worth it we got druggies walking around like zombies gang racing around and prostitutes on the street but as i say it's like anywhere things turn a bit nastier at nighttime. uh well swords off the street maybe it'll get a little bit better all right guys we'll be back tomorrow with your walking dead recap and uh last show of the week before we take off to go to california um until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>